2: about now in the place to be too short baby getting real funky with the motherfucking dangerous crew bitch with that old school too short baby i'm so hard pimpin these holes on the boulevard but i'm not here tell you about me, I got a little story about a nasty freak, she's the kind of girl you think about in bed, blowjob betty, give him
1: real good head, bust a left nut, right nut in her jaw, sperm on her
2: cheeks, is all you saw, she could blow more head than a well closed water,
3: blowjob betty, make your dick get harder, she's a one of a kind, a hell of a girl, a trip and a half around the world you're Getting busy,
2: bitch, wouldn't stop. She's the kind of girl to make your toes pop. Every time I used to see her, I would know what's up. Blow job, Betty, better blow me up. I remember the day when I first met her. Oh, there we are. So I knew I'd All right, we're live. We're doing this, huh? We're here. uh Mike was not on, but we were only 15 seconds in. And hey, better uh, sooner than later. I'm getting better, dude. This pod you thing. Yeah, it's paying off. It really is. I did three days of Pod U this week. An extra day, huh? It was, yeah, that's a lot of podcasting. Yeah, that is a lot. I mean, we learned about intro music, um, imaging, mixing, um, just everything, Jeff. Just the, the wor- Yeah, the work. <laughs> the list goes on and on. Um, but you do need, and we learned about turning on microphones. (laughs) That's that's one on one. Yep. They teach that on the first day. They do, but you gotta keep that in mind, though. You gotta keep that shit in mind. Yeah. As you go on. So, what's going on?
1: Uh, not too much, man. Just, uh, doing laundry while waiting for you to get home from work so we can do this. Then I'm, uh, make a quick trick to the library to use the computers. Uh, get some, uh, Make out some uh, guitar tabs for uh, our buddy Jay for some Christmas tunes.
2: Okay, uh, that's hilarious. Is it? Yeah, going to the yeah, library going to the library to print something out. That's hilarious. Uh, it's
1: just yeah, yeah, to print out and use their computers because I don't have a computer.
2: Yeah, having a computer and a printer, Jeff. That's pretty advanced.
1: That's that's super advanced, dude. You gotta have money. You gotta be a graduate from Podu to do
2: that. Yeah, it's it's true. It's true. I have a printer, but I don't have a computer. There you go. So, <laughs> you know, you you get what you can. It it could be in the wrong order, but it's okay. So, uh, what so what song are you getting here?
1: What song have I gotta
2: be printing? Yeah.
1: Uh. Just the ones we've already run through, obviously, how many I could get, how many I could, like, notate out that then print off in the time frame before they close. But, uh, working on, uh, Oh, Holy Night, like we were, like you played on the podcast a couple weeks back. Yep. Um, working on, uh, Frosty the Snowman. Working on, uh, what's, what's the other one I got here? Let It Snow. Just your classics, man. Yeah,
2: yeah. Have you guys...
1: We had our our first rehearsal yesterday. And I've been uh, sending out, like, actual music, like, notes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, on a staff. And Jay comes to the practice. He's like, yeah, I haven't worked on any of this music. I'm like, really? He's like, oh, I got two jobs, and I can't read music, so...
2: Yeah, yeah
1: alright well now we gotta find an
2: alternative <laughs> yep you're gonna have to tab it brother just like high school I feel like I, this whole story is high school to me it, Yeah, you go into the library to print out tabs <laughs> was it on uh what, what was it called man Uh what was the tab website we used to use
1: oh man there's so many
2: now that I I, uh... I know but it was like was there like a monster tab? Or am I making that up?
1: There's there's a monster tab. Uh, uh, that
2: wasn't the one I used. It's it just like guitar.
1: Yeah. Uh, useless sound, but like guitar tab. Guitar tab hero, maybe?
2: No, I think you're just morphing guitar hero and. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, like, somebody in our group would remember that shit. It was a specific one that I always Rick, used. Sixwood for sure. For- yeah. Yeah, I always get that's where I got my rageance machine tabs. You know what I mean? But no, no
1: I I like write out. I use like uh music notation software, write out like legitimate tabs, not just fucking dashes and numbers on a on a computer that looks sloppy as hell. Like you can't tell any rhythm from it, you know.
2: Yeah, and some look good. Yeah. I mean, Jason could probably do without it looking good. You should just go to fucking monster tab and print them bitches out.
1: Oh, well, the other thing is you gotta worry about key and accuracy and shit because these are like punk ass kids making these
2: tabs. Oh, I know, it wouldn't be accurate, but Jason can figure it out. Yeah. Give that's him the, true. You just give him the general idea. Yeah. I, I seriously, like, if that's gonna take you forever, I think you could just print them off. What the fuck? Oh, God. Here's one of those stupid phone calls. You hear it? <laughs> let's just let's see here. Hello?
1: Hi, this is Jill with the Business Funding Center. I'm following up on an inquiry that was made online regarding funding for your business. Are you looking for business
2: You there, Jeff? Yeah, can you hear me now? Did you hear that? No, I didn't. Oh well that's what I get. Is this another one? Hold on. Hello?
1: Hello? Hello. Your Google business listing might not be claimed and verified. Please Hello? press
2: one to check the status of
1: your Google listing. If your listing
2: God is not damn. claimed, it may be You there? Yep. Yeah. Okay, I just got back to back calls. I just got want rapid fire. Yep, yeah, just the listeners you just a little behind the curtain of what it's like to be me. <laughs> first one was uh, a loan opportunity for my business and the second one was um oh my google listing Jeff I'm not sure that your google listing is accurate so okay anyway tabs what else you got going
1: well quick side note on that dude after we were talking about that last week I swear to god those robots are listening to the podcast because I started getting new calls. About what? Uh, I couldn't tell you, man. The thing is with these calls, like I ignore them, so they go to voicemail. But like as soon as your voicemail thing hits, like they think that that means a phone call is on, so they start the recording. And then when you check your voicemail, you just get like the last half of a sentence of their message, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, back, like, please call back us. Please call us back now for this important opportunity, or we will take legal action. I'm like, what? Yeah. Who's taking legal action. And I'm uh, like, no, these are just fucking robots.
2: Yep.
1: Skynet's just coming for you.
2: Yeah, no, the phone's <laughs> listening for sure. It happens all the time. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I was. I had a, something in my eye the other day, and I thought I had pink eye. <laughs> and um, I was like... Without uh, any Google searches, the only thing I think of was I called my sister and then I texted her. So maybe they were looking at the text message. I don't know. But then I opened Facebook and I had a um, like a red eye relief relief you know drop ad front and center. Dude,
1: I don't know how they do it.
2: No, it's yeah, it's it's listening. It's confirmed, man. I thought at first I was just tripping, but no, it's it happens to me all the time. I one the first time I saw a white claw, are you familiar with the claw? Of course. Okay, so before they took off, uh, I don't know who it was somebody. I mean, they were probably picking up steam. The first time I saw it before like the internet got a hold of it, uh, uh somebody at Hills's had one, and I was like looking at it. And uh, I probably said White Claw for sure, because I was talking about it. But I never typed it into Google or anything. And then, same thing, get on something and you got a White Claw ad. Yep. Yeah. So, like, they're list- the-, the phone is listening for sure. So.
1: Well, that's, that's your little security blanket for the week. Yeah. <laughs> Take that with
2: you. So, um... <laughs> When did the Bulls season start, Jeff?
1: The Bulls season starts uh,
2: Wednesday. Okay. So is today going to be this season two premiere of the 30-second Bulls update? You're damn right it will be. That's that's
1: a tease. Did you learn that this week?
2: Yes. Yep. (laughs) just covered that today. It was fresh in my mind. Hell yeah, man. Um, But no,
1: I want to get to... uh... Wrestling first because Raw was fucking sick, Eric.
2: Oh, did you like Raw? I mean, oh, you were live. Story, yes. Yeah, it was fucking live in Denver, yeah. Colorado, baby. Okay, because I was going to say, I, but yeah, I, I want to hear the live experience from Monday Night Raw and the draft that was the worst draft ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it seriously was. So yeah, the live experience was great. Um, we actually got there, like, it, it says the start time's 5.30. They start airing at 6 Mountain Time, 7 Central, you know.
2: Okay. But uh, Oh, they have a, paper. sorry, they have main event before it, right? Oh, uh, like, do they? Like a dark show?
1: I, I assume they had something. I just assumed it was a couple matches to warm up the crowd or something.
2: Oh, you weren't there for it?
1: No, we got, we got, like, right in our seats at, like, 5.58 or some shit.
2: Oh, all right. Did you already say that? Uh, I was about to. Okay, I thought I failed at listening. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, we.
1: we I, I, I bought the tickets earlier that day. I'm like, man, these seats are in the corner. It's going to be a little shifty. We'll see. So, I get down there. I'm like, okay, row six. I'm walking down the aisle. I'm like, okay, 20, 19. Hey, shit, we're getting pretty low. You know, you know that feeling where you
2: just keep going. Like, how how far down are we going?
1: Yeah. It's like the price is right with the climber going up the hill or something. Hell, yeah. But, uh, so, we get to row six. I didn't see five rows in front of us. I want to say there's three rows in front of us, but... We're like we're still in the corner, but we're like right next to the stage, on the far side, like not close to uh, where the announce table sits, but on the opposite side. So, what would that be stage left?
2: On the opposite side of the announce table. Correct. Yep. Stage left.
1: Yeah. So we're stage left, and uh, we sit down and we're looking around. I'm telling uh, Adam. Because Adams, who went with me, and he doesn't watch wrestling, he hasn't been to wrestling since Goldberg premiered in 2016. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, you know, I'm like, yeah, this is the uh, intro music and shit here, so it's about to go live here. And he's like, okay, and we're we're both jacked. We got aisle seats. We're three rows back in the corner, and we got we got great seats from the stage. We're jacked. He's got his beer in hand. All of a sudden, the lights kick on. And then...
2: Big ass pyro. pyro. Yeah.
1: Pyros are like literally five yards from us. And just going off like fucking crazy.
2: Yeah. You remember this when we went to... Real quick, when we went to SmackDown and we were pretty close to the pyro and Jericho's pyro like singed my eyebrows. Yeah. It was funny. Oh yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> Yeah, and the heat. You felt that heat coming at you like a fucking atom bomb went off. Just boof. Yeah. But um, yeah. before you go on, I just want to clarify. So you're in that section that there's, like, floor seats and then gap and then you. That section?
1: What do you mean by gap? Like an aisle?
2: Yeah, where, like, there's, like, people walking back and forth that work for the show and...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that was the thing I was getting to. I wanted to have Landmark on because he was really fascinated by this, but he's a little busy right now. But uh, he was really fascinated by, like, we could see the production team going back and forth, like setting up all the pyros, setting up people's, like, entrances and shit. Yeah. And setting up uh, the draft table for the 5,000 times that Steph came out to announce draft picks.
2: Mm-hmm. That's... But,
1: yeah, it was just fucking amazing. And, of course, it started right at the start of the show. Landmark spills half his beer. He's soaked in beer. Yeah. The pyro freaked him out. I about had a heart attack. And then who pops out but the fucking man, Eric?
2: Yeah. First segment.
1: First segment, a promo, and then probably the best match that I could have gotten, Becky versus Charlotte. Yeah.
2: And that was a good match.
1: It was fantastic. Yeah.
2: No, like, you're you're right. Like, the draft makes me look back at Raw and be really pissed. Because it was terrible. But that, yeah, you're right. That match is fucking awesome. I mean, you know, that's good. Yeah.
1: Fortunately, that was the best thing of the evening. Well,
2: you started out hot. That's good.
1: Started out hot, and thank God we got there on time. It's like the first time I've gotten to a wrestling event on time. Really? Yeah, notoriously (laughs) like I like to get a little high first.
2: Yeah. You gotta start earlier, man. You gotta get to that main event show. I like to get there for that. That way you can do all the shit, like go take a piss and get the beers. Yeah. Yeah, you're not flustered. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing worse than getting flustered. (laughs) Trying to get to the wrestling show. That's sick. So, like, where did, you, did you buy these tickets in advance, or you did a box office?
1: Day of box office. I asked for cheapest available, and that was the best of the cheapest available. And they're good seats. Uh, 37 bucks after all the fees.
2: That's great. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, so, yeah, I guess we should start talking about this draft, and then you can continue with any other good stories that come up from the crowd. <laughs> for sure. We, we didn't
1: have a rowdy section. It was, it was a family section. I was the, I was marking out at first. So I was a, like when Becky came out, I was just standing up. I was the only one standing up, hollering and shit. So,
2: so like it was pretty k where you were at with the kids. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Like,
1: like not even k I would say a casual fan. Oh, like people weren't popping. I had a very small section in my corner, but people weren't popping hardcore. The family in front of me was vaping the entire time.
2: Was what? Vaping. Oh. (laughs) Smoking that gas? Like, they were smoking the gas or smoking the fucking fruity pebbles? Gas. Okay. Did you ask him? Did you bomb a hit from him?
1: No, I went out and did my own thing. I came prepared. Okay.
2: That would have been. I can't believe that, man. You used to you used to go to the guy that was smoking the joint and be like, "Hey, man, can I hit that?" But now you now you hit the pen. <laughs> yeah. Can I get a people sip? will still pass pens occasionally, but
1: it doesn't have the same feel.
2: Can I get a sip of the pen? <laughs> let me get a sip. Yeah. Let me
1: let me sip that pen. But yeah, let's let's get to the draft, man.
2: Well, it was terrible, Jeff. Um, the first thing I notice is and actually um me and well did we ever do we ever talk about smackdown
1: no so uh we we last time recorded was last wednesday so it's been a nine day pause we, so we got a lot on the plate
0: okay <laughs>
2: Well, uh, I'd like to go back to SmackDown, because this is the first, uh, well, we'll just talk about the draft as a whole. Yeah. So, uh, SmackDown, me and Wolf are preparing for Cater-Off. Hell yeah. The finale. Um, How was
1: that, by the way?
2: It was good. Like Our our end of it was um, super, like, we, we did everything fine. Like, everything was real good. Everybody was real happy uh but the uh the venue was pretty whack like there's this one lady there that was giving us a bunch (laughs) of shit and uh it was just stupid and then there was a couple mishaps you know a couple like little snafus that always happen yeah um they were they wanted to bring in some a nacho cheese pump (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, they they messaged me this before, and I was like, yeah, I don't care. But I was like, to clarify, like, what do I have to do with this? And they're like, oh, nothing. Like, I'm like, do I have to set it up? Do I have to, like, what, who's, you know, do I have anything to do with this? And they said no. Well, of course, when we get there, it's unplugged. There's just a can of cold cheese next to it. So I'm like, and we showed up, uh, like, they had the wedding in the same room as the reception so we showed up we had to show up like right at four like that's when cocktail hour started and we had to show up like right at four because obviously we can't be fucking around yeah while this wedding's happening so um you know we get there right when we're supposed to be ready which is okay like well there's nothing you can do but um So, like, there's no time to heat this cheese up, long story short. It's like, who the fuck wants cold nacho cheese? So, I'm like, I'm not fucking... No one. No one. I'm like, I'm not fucking putting it out. Like, it's just stupid. And then I kept thinking about it, and I was like, oh, fuck it. Like, okay, now. Like, they're going to be like, what happened to the cheese? Even though (laughs) it wasn't my fucking problem. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. So, I... uh, The wolf's trying to get this cheese in the warmer... (laughs) We're like, fuck it, we'll just serve it with dinner. You know, like, I'm yeah. not going to put the cold cheese out there, but maybe it'll be hot by then. Yeah. So, Wolf's trying to get this fucking cheese in the warmer, and it's, uh... uh, They bought a shitty-ass can opener that they left there. Whoever was in charge of this, they never did it, you know? And the can opener wouldn't work. Like, we couldn't get this stupid can open. And finally we did, and got it out... And then it it went for dinner, and then when it ran out, we had ten people asking us, like, the nacho cheese is out? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I'm like, it's the family's thing. I don't have anything to do with it. It's not my cheese. Yeah, I'm not affiliated with the cheese, man. (laughs) But this is exactly why you asked that question, who's in charge of it? And you fucking hate this shit, because now you look like the asshole that ran out of nacho cheese.
1: Yeah, everyone just passes the buck and it gets back to the cater-off.
2: <laughs> I mean, everybody's going to assume that I forgot the cheese. Yeah. But nope. Well, it's a great wedding, but the catering ran out of nacho cheese. Yeah. Three stars. Yeah, exactly. So, a couple snafus like that. She told us to take out the trash. I was like, yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm like I can't take out the trash right now. We're in the middle of dinner service, you fucking idiot. <laughs> so it, was, it was. This was the people that worked at the wedding. Like, oh, okay. This is I like, thought
1: you were saying this is the bride.
2: No, no. The bride and groom were awesome. The, everybody was cool. Uh, it wasn't the. It wasn't the family or anything like that. It was just the staff. I got you. No, the wedding was. It was smooth and yeah, they were super nice.
1: A, a nice sign off for the biz, huh?
2: Yeah. So we're getting shit prepped for that Friday night, and that's when SmackDown airs live, you know, so we're all, we're like, okay, we're gonna watch it, we're gonna watch it as best we can, but we were in the kitchen, and it was going in the living room, just like on, uh, we had the volume up super high. Yeah. And then we just run in there whenever we wanted to, but, so that's the first taste of the draft, and I just, it's just terrible, like, I immediately thought, like, Stephanie McMahon's up there with a fucking note card... And she has one note card and she tells me the first five picks and they alternate back and forth like Smackdown, Raw, Smackdown, or how did they do it? How did Raw get two picks? Raw gets three for every two because Eric,
1: Raw's a three hour show while Smackdown's two hours. So it's only fair. Okay. As Paul
2: says. (laughs) Yeah. No, but like what was the order? It just alternated still? It alternated, so the top of SmackDown
1: was uh, Roman versus Seth, which I want more of.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the winner determines who got the first pick.
1: Yeah, they're each representing their their brand, even though you, you couldn't guess that Roman was on SmackDown, really. Yeah. Uh, uh, ended up, uh, the Fiend attacked Seth Rollins during that and pulled him under the ring. I don't know if you caught that or not.
2: Yeah, we did. He took him to hell.
1: Took him to hell and then spat him out like a fish. And I don't know if they were going for scary, but they left the lights on, so it was more comedic. You could hear the audience laugh. (laughs) But, uh, so uh, Seth won that by disqualification because he went to hell. Yes. And so Raw gets the first pick.
2: And then it just alternates.
1: Raw just got the first pick for every... Like, this is horse... I didn't notice this till now, but that's horse shit. Because what if SmackDown would have won? So, it would go SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, Raw, Raw, every single round? That's yeah. bullshit.
2: Yeah. Well, anyway... The anyway, they, they spent so much fucking time trying to prove... Like, trying to present this thing as a real athletic draft. Yeah. Like, a real competitive sports draft. And if that's the case... How the fuck does Stephanie McMahon know the first five picks? She just the team, the two networks got together and they agreed to this order. Like if yeah. if okay, so if SmackDown wants Roman Reigns and then Raw picks him this this pick before, then you have to call an audible and pick somebody else. Exactly. But there's but
1: no, Steph just had her fucking note card and she was firing them off real quick.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, okay, so that doesn't make any sense. It's not, this is not a competitive, real athletic draft. If you have the first five picks in front of you, it doesn't make any sense. No. And then she's just firing off rapid fire, like, Raw takes, what was her first pick? Oh, Becky. Yeah, you know who it is. The man. The man. And she's just boom, 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 boom. Raw takes this, SmackDown takes this, Raw takes this, SmackDown takes this. And then there's just a little uh, a little uh, vignette or whatever you want to call it of, you know, Becky Lynch. Yeah, her stats and achievements yeah. and shit. However many time women's champion and blah blah blah. And it was just so anticlimactic. It was just like, oh. Okay. And they got these fucking stupid ass war rooms as they're called between the networks. Like USA's got a war room and Fox has a war room and... And the Fox
1: robot is part of the war room.
2: Yeah. It's... And it's like, it was so fake looking. Like, how... I, they couldn't have made it any more fake, this war room. Yeah. I mean, it was terrible. I felt like there was the same Asian guys in each one. I... I thought <laughs> I think you're correct. Uh, now, I, I was debating, is that just me being a white guy and not being able to tell them apart? Or was it exactly the same Asian guys? I'm thinking the latter. Uh, yeah, I think I think it was the same Asian guys. I mean, it was just whack, man. It really... T- like, this draft thing, it... it Ooh, I didn't like it. And I didn't like how the, the icing on the cake was uh, going to... Like Fox's sports guys, sports broadcasters, for their opinion on wrestling and who, you know, Fox should yeah. pick. Jay Glazer, Troy Aikman,
1: Joe Buck.
2: I fucking. If I ever. I can't see that again. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's insulting. Like, these guys. They were the guys that said wrestling was gay, dude. Yeah. You I don't want to see a bunch of guys <laughs>
0: hugging each other. And- yeah.
2: Rubbing their privates Rolling around Rolling around with sweaty men Yeah a bunch Fucking of queer
1: shit.
2: Well it's just like And, and now you want to act like And then they say the most generic shit Like Troy Aikman was literally like My signature move would be the pile driver Yeah It's like every Why well, is that
1: Troy? Because you've had
2: 8,000 concussions yourself. <laughs> yeah You fucking boner Yeah Like you It's it just, it was terrible, dude. Any at, like, it's the classic response that anybody would have that knows nothing about wrestling. Like, oh, pile driver. Yeah. Threw a table. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so that was a big disappointment for me. It was just insulting. It all made me feel dumb.
1: And, and back to your point, like, if, let, let's say that for, uh, argument's sake that maybe Fox and USA did get together and, like, predetermined each round backstage, like, right before Steph comes out. Yeah. Why then are you showing the war room and people, like, f- Fox is pissing their pants because they got Roman Reigns when they knew ahead of
2: time, ahead of that round starting that they had Roman Reigns, because predetermined. Yeah. No, exactly. You know, nothing it, made sense. Yeah, that's the only way you could explain it. But then the war room reactions would indicate that it's a live pick. Exactly. But, exactly. But there's no, there's nothing. There's no exchange. Like, why not just have somebody run a card out to Stephanie McMahon? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, a, have a have a
1: jockey just run a yeah. Exactly. That would work so much better.
2: Yeah, she just opens up a, an envelope like an award show or whatever. I don't, I don't know how they do it. I haven't watched a draft in years, but like they'll have a like a spokesman for their team go up there and he's got the card in his hands or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how they do it, but yeah, there has to be some if it, there has to be some kind of transaction between Steph and the War Rooms. Yeah, or it doesn't make any sense. How how did they miss this? I felt like it, like it, it was just like stupid. Like, Here, just do this for the stupid idiot wrestling fans. Yeah, seriously. They, they'll be cool with it. Oh fuck! So yeah, <laughs> I I I despise the draft.
1: <laughs> well, and Eric, as I as I bitched about over the weekend to you when like we had both watched SmackDown. Was that uh, we had 20 picks on SmackDown. Becky Lynch went number one, but we got through 20 without getting Seth Rollins or Charlotte Flair. Yeah. While the fucking Raiders and Nikki Cross are being drafted.
2: Yeah, it makes absolutely no sense. (laughs)
1: Like, if you want, you can blame that on. Like, Fox and USA Network execs just being fucking stupid. Yeah. You're living like footbabe lifestyle, but you can't be that fucking stupid. Charlotte Flair. Yeah. the fucking name? Yeah. Everyone's with Ric Flair.
2: The, it's like, they act like they don't have money. Like, are you kidding me? You couldn't have done this? All you have to do is have an actual draft night that's not on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. And rent out a fucking banquet hall and have them all sit there in their nice evening wear and do yeah, it like, shit. yeah, like an NFL draft. That'd be cool. Well, that's like, ah. if you want to make it legit, that's what's legit, you fucking idiots. Why did you do this? Why did you do this <laughs> toned down, like, idiot wrestling fan version? It, it's it's ridiculous. Like, you, you have enough money to pull something like this off. Just do it.
1: And they were they they were teasing possible trades and shit. Like the announcers kept bringing that up, but no, we had eleven rounds through two shows of eleven times through two shows. We had Steph come out and just fire off five picks and then walk away without any crowd reaction.
2: <laughs> Did her music hit every time?
1: No, thank God. She would just come. She she would be out there once in the air. Once shit went on air.
2: Man, and so, like, she had to be going, they had to be back there, like, man, this isn't working.
1: She, she, I mean, I saw her every time come out, same fucking, like, even when the cameras were off, she would come out and, like, sound check and shit on the, at the, at the, uh, podium. I could see her note card, too, but, anyway, she'd have the same fucking, just tone and demeanor every time, like, she wasn't getting, like, frustrated or anything, you know?
2: Well, not that she showed you. I mean, she's a performer, Jeff.
1: Yeah, that's true. As soon as you step through the curtain, you're, you're performing, so.
2: I mean, there's no way they didn't get back there and say, like, okay, this the crowd's not reacting. And d- <sighs> duh. I don't know.
1: I said last week on a podcast I would actively boo Steph, and I got too close to want to boo her because I felt bad. Oh yeah, dude. I, I pitied her during this draft, so I didn't want to fucking.
2: Well, of you're probably worse, so yeah. Well, you're probably just scared. She just beat the shit out of you. She could beat the <laughs> she, she beat the shit out of you and hey, landmark. You'd be no help. No, that's true. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so so that's pretty much my feelings on the draft. Mhm. Um, what else happened on Smackdown? because like I said, it was a real light watch for us. Oh, I remember one thing besides what we talked about. I remember the uh the women's, the Charlotte versus Bailey match.
1: yes, uh, Smackdown women's championship.
2: yep, we didn't get yeah. to see much at all, but we overheard uh that Bailey had won. so what was the match good or what did you think of that?
1: The match was good Bailey we you gotta address this, but Bailey did a heel turn. She, she showed the first signs of a heel turn, like legit heel turn. when she came out and took a, was it a pitchfork?
2: A pitchfork?
1: A pitchfork or a fire poker, one of the two. She took a fire poker to the inflatable, wacky-waving, arm-flailing tube bin. And one by one, she uh, sloppily punctured each one so they would deflate. And she just walked down in her new fucking short black hair and her new attire and afterwards she would don new music as well
2: <laughs> yeah I will say her music cannot be heel music
1: no yeah she has new music it's just generic uh woman's
2: rock she's like a rocker I think I think oh, yeah she
1: can pull that off if she's doing that heel roll no that I a mean jacket type thing
2: yeah, yeah no she... I mean yeah for sure but I mean like I think she really is a rocker bro Oh. I'm pretty sure I saw her um fronting a band with a guitar huh. so I could look at, I could look into that but I'm pretty sure so that would make sense yeah me and Wolf just saw the hair but I didn't immediately think it was the heel turn I just thought she cut her hair but that makes sense
1: it, no it's a classic <sighs> good match uh you know you know what Charlotte and Bailey are gonna give you? There wasn't anything over the top. Uh, they ended up Bailey uh, just reversed. Charlotte was going for figure eight. She had it at the figure four point, and uh, somehow Bailey was able to just roll her up in for an inside cradle and got the win in the title. So Bailey is your SmackDown Women's Champion. Again. Hail Bailey.
2: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Do do you ever think it's annoying that they still say that? They go, looks like she's looking for the figure four and might transition into the figure eight. Yeah. Like, just call the figure eight. Nobody forgot what the fuck a figure four was. Is that what they're worried about? I don't get it.
1: No, I I, I mean, I haven't really noticed that until you just mentioned it. It's completely legit. Like, yeah, I mean, Charlotte has never, Just stopped at the figure four. Never.
2: Yeah, she typically transitions into the figure eight. If you haven't noticed.
1: (laughs) Like we we understand the process. You gotta you gotta fucking grab the leg and do the twirl, and then lean back, and then get your fucking balance and arch your back. It's like a yoga pose. Yeah. We get. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Stop talking about the figure four transitioning to figure eight. It's a fucking figure eight.
2: Yeah, it's a figure eight. I don't get it. Uh, Bailey's wiki page doesn't have anything about it, but I swear on the gram she was on stage. So I don't know.
1: Maybe maybe that's a pure kayfabe wiki page, and they didn't want to, like, because I assume she's not going up there as Bailey from WWE.
2: I don't know. Or she might, I don't know, maybe she just sang for, like, a band. You know? I could
1: see that. I could, I could yeah, I could see that for sure. So maybe that's all it that <laughs> happened. has
2: got a sinking face. Yeah. So yeah, we heard that we heard that which was weird. I don't know why they gave it to Charlotte. Well, I guess they gave it to Charlotte so Bailey could break down and become heel, right?
1: Yeah, you had mentioned that to me. I was clueless before you had thrown that out there. Yeah. Uh, I think that is what they do. Like, yeah, she cuz she had that uh tantrum after the pay-per-view After Hell in a Cell
2: Yeah, she was emotionally broken Yeah And then that caused her to Cut, to, um, cut her hair And wear a hoodie And become heel Yep <clears throat> Makes sense Totally, I get it, that's
1: Wrestling 101
2: Um That's that, the draft And then the Seth Roman is the only thing I remember Was there anything else good?
1: Uh, Corbin versus uh, what's now known
2: as Shorty Gable. I know you're not a fan of that, Eric. Well, I just don't understand it. It's not that I'm not, like, I hate it. I I mean, I don't love it, but I don't understand it at all. Like, Corbin makes fun of Gable for being short. And then um, I see that he has Shorty Gable on his uh titan tri or his little whatever they call that yeah. his, his video package in his entrance says shorty gable and i'm like i thought it was like gonna be like corbin had hijacked the production truck and was <laughs> was fucking with gable and just calling him shorty gable so i was like oh that's funny like okay cool <laughs> And I never saw this match, so, like, this is all from social media. I just saw that entrance, and that's just what I assumed. And then I texted you, and you were like, no, they they just called him Shorty Gable. Like, everybody did. I'm like, what? Like, he had a name change to Shorty Gable? Like, yep. it's not anything to do with storyline? Nothing to do with Baron? No,
1: not to my knowledge, unless I'm missing shit. They just decided, well, it's the strong enough broke the camel's back
2: shorty Gable like
1: I mean Cor- Corbin's not the first one to make fun of his hype no Shelton Benjamin comes to mind immediately
2: but like the yeah but like the only thing that like would make this make sense is if like he comes out and he's shorty Gable now and he's like huffing and puffing to the ring like oh I can't believe they're calling me shorty Gable but it, there was none of that. No, he's he's,
1: he's he's cool with it. He's accepted it. He's
2: short. Shorty Gable. But it's just like too short. Okay, you know the rapper Too Short? I've heard the name, I think. Short Dog, if you will. Just just a little short pup. <laughs> uh, like, that makes sense. A rapper can be too short. That makes total sense to me. You know what I mean? He was yeah. a, he's a short guy but like he's a rapper, you know? They're flamboyant. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. Like Chad Gable's character is not Shorty Gable. No. <laughs> so I've <I'm> completely lost <laughs> on Shorty Gable. I don't get it at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really match his personality
2: at all. No, he's no. not Shorty Gable. I, I
1: don't, I don't know. know, man. So we we had that match. I didn't really, pay, I wasn't really paying attention. And we had a uh, Club versus New Day uh, six man tag on SmackDown where uh, Kofi pinned AJ for the win. Okay, that's a feud I could I could get down with. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 basically it for SmackDown. Raw, I didn't take notes on, but. There's a lot of filler as well.
2: Yeah. Raw had a lot of fillage. I feel like, I feel like, um, yeah, I I think you're right. I'll I'll go back and look here, but I think Charlotte and Bailey was the only sub, the only thing with any substance.
1: Uh, basically, yeah. Well, there's a Raw Tag Championship match that me and, uh, Adam walked out on to, Take our smoke break opportunity.
2: What match was it? Oh <laughs> well, it was uh Yeah, it was uh Ziggler and um
1: Ziggler and Rude versus Viking Raiders.
2: Yeah. And it was a and, title change.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, Viking Raiders got the belts. They've been gotten a hell of a push lately.
2: Yeah. Which is fine. It just it sucks that Ziggler never gets anything.
1: Well, he's carved out this weird niche that Miz is heading into where you just everyone's heard your story. Yeah, you, I mean you're having trouble reinventing yourself, so you're just going proud.
2: Yeah. I mean rude rude's in a in a troubling space as well. Yeah.
1: That's just a vet, that's a veteran Barry.
2: Yeah.
1: the rude happened to Naomi, it'll happen to Joe occasionally, Finn Balor, Shinsuke. Yeah, all these people they bring up from NXT that are veterans, and they forget about because they want to glorify the big boys a little more.
2: Where's Joe at? That's a good question.
1: He's injured. He's not, I don't know. This is another part of the draft that you may or may not like, Eric. But did you catch any of the? Uh, I I don't know what it's called, but it's called like uh, it's like an analysis table that they have set up in the audience. I didn't see that.
0: So it's just like basically the same table set up as like the, all the pay-per-view pre-shows
1: where they set up in a quarter of the audience. For me, it's on the opposite side of the arena from where I was. Oh, okay. But, uh, it's just like they got all the table and shit, and then Renee, Beth Phoenix, Booker T, maybe, maybe not Booker T, maybe it's someone else, but uh, then Joe was there. And Throughout SmackDown, and then we here in Denver continue to Raw. As soon as Joe starts talking or well, his names mentioned, the crowd just goes ape shit with Joe Chance,
2: like overwhelming to where Joe has to raise his voice to be heard over. Damn, <laughs> over his own
1: Chance, you know, and trying to not break kayfabe at all. Yeah, that's sick. But yeah, uh, Joe's Joe's injured apparently. That's kayfabe injured too. So I don't know
2: what that means. Oh, he is? You think it's a kayfabe injury?
1: They, they mentioned it on the show, on the analysis show, which is why they he was joining their show, you know, and not just,
2: like, in the, in the war room himself waiting to be drafted. Yeah, okay. But uh, basically the
1: purpose of the draft analysis is just like, I like pick A, I like pick B. And then someone else is like, oh, I like pick C. And then Joe's like, well, I like pick D. Yeah. For every fucking not every round, but every couple of rounds they did this. So like two or three times each show. It was just more like, and they had the the ticker at the bottom with the, with the picks. It, it was just more like we're trying to be sports authority.
2: Yeah. I didn't like it. No, it's I failure. like Joe out there. It's failure. <laughs> big big failure. Um, Andrade versus Ali.
1: Was that on SmackDown or Raw? It was on Raw. Oh yeah, that's right. That was the first, uh... second match of the night after Becky Charlotte. That was a good one. Uh, I wasn't sure who to root for. I I just knew it was gonna be a good match.
2: Um... I don't remember... I don't know if I got it because I don't remember that.
1: It might not have made a who cut. I'm not sure.
2: Um... Oh, this was fast! I remember this. Uh, Alistair Black versus uh, Eric Young.
1: Yeah, that was uh, right when I came back from a cigarette. Uh, I didn't even know who the fuck was in the ring because they were already there at the start of the commercial. They didn't have an entrance or nothing that I saw. Yeah. So I get back. I see Alistair Black. Like Alistair Black's intro was awesome. We got to see all the production set that shit up and everything. Yeah. They just wheel out uh, some sticks with a uh, like six candles and a tr- uh, cloth draped over it. We wheel out a couple of those, and you see his ramp start to go up. You see the p- uh, production team underneath, literally wheeling that ramp up like medieval style. Yeah, I thought it would have been electronic, but no, he's getting he's getting manually wheeled up.
2: That's awesome.
1: Like a drawbridge.
2: Yeah. So, how many people do you think were on the production team that was running around all show?
1: I mean, they're in groups of like five or six, but I saw several of them running around, moving, moving shit. Yeah. Because that far section could literally peek behind the curtain and see what's going on. I was on the far side, so I couldn't really peek.
2: Huh.
1: that, that is really cool to see. That I mean, they they the Landmark called them the unsung heroes of the night because they, they are just they are working vigorously, man.
2: Yeah.
1: Of course, Landmark's yeah. also the guy that goes to the baseball game and he's like, man, look how beautiful that lawn is.
2: Unsung heroes of the night. No, um, no, it's, it's, it's great. Oh, I'm sure. That does sound cool. That that would be a cool experience. Uh, Yeah, this one was like a squash, right? Yeah, like
1: I say, I didn't even know who Eric Young was till he was getting pinned.
2: Yeah, he's uh, from uh, Sanity. Yeah, I
1: just haven't seen him in a long
2: time. He's good. He's good. I wish they'd use yeah. him more.
1: Yeah, seriously. Um, uh, besides that, they had a... Uh, the main event for the Raw show was... Uh, Uh, Kabuki Warriors defended their titles against Natalia and a mystery partner. (laughs) The mystery partner ended up being Lacey Evans and as Natty announced it you can't hear me on camera or anything but I just yelled out loud as fuck to Natty
3: No! What are you doing?
2: (laughs) It's true man. What are you doing Natty? Did, uh, Did the Kabuki Warriors cut a heel promo in Japanese? No they're already
1: in ring. Ready to
2: roll. Okay. Thankfully. Oh yeah! I, how did we miss this? Tyson Braun attic. Well, yeah, I was gonna get to it. I remember that. Um, yeah. That was that. So was that the last segment, or where was that at in the show?
1: No, that's middle of the show.
2: Oh, that's good.
1: That was an hour and a half, two hours in.
2: Good. I didn't. I thought maybe they'd try to make that the main event. No.
1: And that that was alright. Like, I was was expecting more fireworks like uh, what happened on SmackDown. Because on SmackDown, the two went at and had to be separated by security and shit.
2: Yeah.
1: And that shit's whack on TV, but live, I I, I would feel that, you know.
2: It'd probably be better live.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, totally.
2: I think that's true. Just, Um, Just
1: for the pure chaos sense, you know.
2: Yeah. Tyson Fury was pretty decent on the mic.
1: He was okay, but he wasn't playing along at all with the what chance. We started whating him immediately.
2: Yeah.
1: Landmark started with the first statement, what, and then everyone caught on
2: immediately, man. Nice. It was great, but yeah. uh
1: yeah, all that came out of this. Bron <laughs> ah. fucking put his fist through the table.
2: Yep. Yep. And Tyson broke a pen. Yep. It was. It wasn't. Um. I don't know. It's. It's fucking. It's crown jewel, Jeff. It's mainstream fall, baby. Yeah, it's it's stupid. Um, I don't remember this at all. Buddy Murphy versus uh, Cedric Alexander.
1: Yeah, that got little reaction, but they started putting on a good match and they started to win the crowd over. But I was not interested in that match at all. I'm
2: like, man, let's get some fucking real matches. Let's get some storylines of shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Steph had been out
1: like four or five times already.
2: Yeah, so did any storyline start? I would say,
1: besides maybe Natty and Lacey being a thing and Viking Raiders winning the titles.
2: Oh, and Seth burned down uh, the Firefly Funhouse. Oh, yeah, burn,
1: burn down, burn down the fucking Funhouse. Yep. Yeah, man. Uh, that that was literally the ending of the show, uh, for like Raw, and the audience didn't really give a damn. Yeah, some of them already filtering out. But if the, if they stayed, we got a we got we got a real house show main event of uh, Seth Rollins versus Gray Wyatt.
2: Wait, what do you mean they they had a match?
1: Yeah, house show match.
2: Oh, a dark match afterwards.
1: Yeah, because the main event was just Lacey and Natty versus.
2: That's badass. Yeah, so we got we got to see the fiend come out and shit. With the intro uh, and everything. Huh. Intro and everything. Oh yeah. Hell yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's cool as shit, man. Uh, got to see the Jesus uh, Jesus lantern.
2: Yeah. Hell yeah, dude! That's that's awesome. That made it all worthwhile right there.
1: Yeah, and uh, I, they they just played it off like another DQ somehow. I couldn't remember if like Seth brought in a chair or what happened, but they they gave us like ten minutes and then called it in yeah. a non non winning fashion, you know.
2: Well, yeah, it's it's at that point it's house show. You can't affect the storyline. Yeah, that's awesome. Totally. So how how long did they give him to do that? Like just a ten minute guy?
1: Yeah, yeah, they had about ten minutes in ring. Hell yeah. But yeah, that is a good raw. I wish they would have had two shows in Denver like they used to. But Denver just can't draw the crowd. It's it's a real uh, casual audience nowadays.
2: Yeah. A lot of people are just like, "Oh, I haven't been to wrestling since what? Since the Rock and Stone Cold?" <laughs> you remember Stone Cold Steve Austin?
1: Yeah, yeah, so do I.
2: <laughs> well, well, that's badass. It's fucking a. Um. Damn, I just I had to. There's a there's a clickbait ad at the bottom that said, "Remember Stacy Keebler? Wait till you see what she looks like now." Oh my god. The internet is so dirty. I hate the internet. I love it. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, the, it's the world's greatest drug. Seriously. <clears throat> and I clicked on it, of course. And now, and what do you think I'm doing now? I'm hitting next. Through a list of bullshit. Yep. So
1: they you can see that you went to ten separate fucking patients. <laughs> yeah
2: for some reason it's giving me all these wrestlers and what they fucking are worth it's like estimated 10 million (laughs) okay yeah who cares alright well um what what else is there anything else I think we covered all the wrestling
1: AEW still up to the same shit
2: oh did you watch it yeah
1: I've been I've been I've been watching.
2: Hell yeah. I need to get somebody's goddamn cable logins so I can download the TNT app and use it.
1: The thing about it, I would give you mine, but the thing about Xfinity is they track your location so they would see that it's not really Jeffrey.
2: Oh, just man. Just here in
1: Illinois, you know.
2: Yeah. But how was uh, Dynamite, Episode 2?
1: Episodes 2 and 3. So I just got through 3 last night. They're alright.
2: Oh, we missed, mean, we missed two weeks of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, because we recorded last Wednesday before it. Before it. Uh, I, I'm not taking notes on it or anything. Jericho's no. still running the show. Of course. We, we came out and explained his crew a little bit, called The Inner Circle.
2: Yep, with uh, Jack Swagger.
1: Yeah, oh, that that reminds me, he cut a... People were starting to We The People chant for Jack Swagger. Uh, I can't remember his name now. It's like Rainey or some shit.
2: It's uh, Jake Hager. Jake
1: Hager, yeah.
2: That was close. <laughs> yeah, it's his real name.
1: But yeah, people were chanting We The People. And uh, <clears throat> Jericho uh, just like went off on a little shoot against WWE. He's like, We The People sucks it's dead and it should never be mentioned again and then he goes on <laughs> to say like it was written by bad creative and it should should never be graced upon this territory or something yeah
2: like that. he's amazing dude jericho is still the best like he's such a jackass and annoying but he's still like for stuff like that like that's hilarious yeah I I saw a bunch of clips about that. That was pretty hilarious.
1: Because you know that market crowd would eat that up. Like, yeah, fuck WWE.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, he's absolutely right. We the People was terrible. Yeah. And should never see the light of day again. (laughs) He's absolutely right. (laughs) Oh, shit. I have to watch it next week. I gotta gotta figure out a way.
1: Hell yeah, I can't... I can never remember their teases because I can't. I don't know like really anyone. Oh wait, next week it's Neville versus Dean Ambrose.
2: Okay. Obviously
1: not under those names.
2: A Pac versus uh, John Moxley.
1: Yeah, Pac versus Moxley. Yeah. Pac's a, I I fucking hate Pac.
2: He goes by Pac, right? It's Pac. I think Jr. just mispronounces it, Pac.
1: If he does, then fucking.
2: Change it to Pack, bitch.
1: <laughs> I mean Tony. Tony's doing it too. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: They're calling him. He's Pack. Yeah. What? What's...
1: I don't know. If Pac was too close to X Pac or what? But I've heard them say Pack numerous times.
2: Okay. That's stupid. Pac, I mean, I guess you're right. You can't really go Pac. I mean, you're gonna you're going after Tupac and X Pac. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna happen. <laughs> um. Tupac. I saw a bunch of clips of the Darby Allin match.
1: Which one, the ones from 2 weeks ago or the uh
2: the Like
1: was he facing? Jericho or he facing someone else?
2: I mean, I saw both, but the most recent thing I've watched was something where he had his hands tied behind his back.
1: Oh, okay. So that was last so 2 weeks ago he was in a number 1 contender's match against God knows who and he won that one it was two goth boys that looked like they shopped at Hot Topic which is sponsoring AEW really? Uh, going at it yeah
2: Hot, they, uh, they, one of their sponsors is Hot Topic? yeah they plug Hot Topic all the time they sell their merch okay
1: so Hilarious. if you want AEW merch Eric go to your Northwoods Mall
2: oh fuck yeah I will I mean I kinda <laughs> like the fact that I could go buy a wrestling shirt at the mall hell yeah
1: <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, that was the number one contenders match. He won that to face Jericho this week in, uh, what well, they call it a Philadelphia street fight, but the crowd was getting pretty pissed cause it wasn't street fighty enough for their liking.
2: Yeah. And it ended in a DQ.
1: Did it? I, I was cooking oatmeal during the
2: end. Uh, it, it, it had a crappy ending that the Marks didn't like. I heard complaints.
1: Yeah, I uh, could hear them booing, but I didn't. I didn't know what had happened. I just knew that Jericho retained somehow.
2: The IWC was set ablaze. Not, not nearly as much as uh, Hell in the Cell. Of course not. Which... AEW
1: man, they they bluff. It's it's WCW antics. They'll bluff like they called it. They called this shit a street fight when it wasn't really a street fight, and two out of the th- three. Uh, shows now they brought out a barbed wire like bat of some sort and had like a stare down with it and then just fucking they get magically put away you yeah. know so no one's actually getting hit with a barbed wire bat yeah that's, just that's whack with it.
2: that's whack
1: yeah I'm not, I'm not here for your WCW bluffs
2: just yeah I mean they're trying to bring that attitude but if you're not going <laughs> to use it it's not worth the shit for sure. <sighs> well, that's cool. Oh, AEW. One, one good thing, Eric, about AEW really quick is they they do like a documentary style video recap, you know, of the week before.
1: Oh no! For like, if they're like setting up a feud, like the matches before a feud, like we see at pay per views or something, like.
2: Oh the uh, yeah the video package.
1: Yeah. So theirs is more like documentary style where they're just like JR's get like for a Cody Rhodes video package. You're seeing like montages of Cody training while Jim Ross, Tony, uh, Cody's kayfabe valet. They're all like talking about him in interview form, you know, like a documentary style.
2: Yeah, like like a like a boxing match like. Like, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, kind, yeah, kind of like that.
2: Yeah, like Cody's, no, g- Cody's gonna get I in thought. there and he's gonna smash him. He's gonna break yeah. his fucking nose because that guy's a piece of shit. Fuck him.
1: Yeah, yeah but they like talk about like his psyche and shit. Like he's training hard. This <laughs> is a man with a goal.
2: Psychologically, yeah, my man is at top form. He's going. <laughs> he's he's at a hundred percent. He eats nothing but whole grains. <laughs> that's awesome yeah I gotta check it out man I, I mean everything I've seen like the clips you watch on, on the social media or whatever it's like, it's just like it looks like a wrestling show you know Totally. you don't get to see much of the production and stuff you just see a wrestling show yeah so I, I need to check it out is there intro music um, as gay as Smackdown's is Smackdowns isn't that gay because it's
1: ACDC, I
2: think. It's definitely ACDC, but who wants ACDC in 2019?
1: That's an excellent point. Excellent point. It's my thoughts exactly, but I'm I'm, I'm here for ACDC as an ACDC boy growing up.
3: (laughs) Are you ready for a good time?
2: Yeah, it's like, come on, man. I mean, like, 20-year-olds don't even know who Limp Bizkit is. They don't know who fucking ACDC is.
1: Seriously. By December, I won't be ready for a good time.
2: (laughs) Man. So I think that's it. Oh no. That's not it, Jeff.
1: There we go, one more thing.
2: Yes. Hold on a second. I don't have my, uh... I got to get my horn out. All right. I think it's time, Jeff, for the debut. Season 2 of the 32nd Bulls Update. Pizza, waiting for this season to start. My season just ended
1: last night, Eric.
2: Okay, what was the record?
1: Bulls win on Jeff's personal record book, two and a half and two and a half.
2: But
1: in reality, two and three.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, Let me run that down for you. They started out by losing to Milwaukee without Giannis It's alright. Then they went, then The first game I saw was against New Orleans Pelicans, Eric. You know who's on New Orleans.
2: I do.
1: What did you forget? Zion. Zion Williamson, yep. And Zion fucking dominated... Not the game, but the coverage. Let me tell you why he didn't dominate the game. Okay. Because although he scored 29 points shooting 12 of 13 five for six free throws. That sounds good, right?
2: Sounds real good.
1: Guess what? His team was getting their ass whipped. His plus minus is a minus 18. The Bulls were given that two-point shot all day.
2: They were working his ass?
1: Yeah. They were working his ass, and the media just ate it all up. And
2: the Bulls,
1: by the time Zion left in the third, had like a fucking 30-some point lead. They were dominant, maybe. They were looking swift. God and uh damn. ended up fourth quarter, they put in the C squad. People are trying to make the G League and shit. we were just associated with the Bulls for the time being. Yeah. Won't be come day one of the regular season. They fucked a twenty-five point lead up, so we lost that game. <laughs> That's worth
2: two and a half and two and a half comes because I say we should have won that. So they won lo- they they ended up losing that game. One twenty five to one twenty seven. That's it no, that's summer I mean, that's preseason I guess. That's but,
1: preseason with people who aren't on the team playing for an entire quarter. Yeah,
2: it doesn't mean anything. But so so Zion like what does this game look like? He's just dunking.
1: Yeah, he's I mean he's got he's dunking. He's dunking donuts, baby.
2: I mean, I'm sure. So he just, he goes at the hoop every time.
1: Yeah, he's, he's he's got a good handle for his size. Like, you think a big boy like him would be able to dribble, but he can, like, if he gets it up at the at the wing or something, his big ass can kind of just bully in the paint. Sweet. And then once Sweet. he's within a couple feet of the rim, I mean, that's basically game over. So it's not Shaq
2: dominant, but he's a strong boy for sure. But he he plays more like he plays this back to the hoop like Shaq, or he just goes in like LeBron and for the layup.
1: He goes in uh, more like LeBron. Like I say, he can like he can
2: dribble a bit. Yeah. He's, he's not a fucking
1: excellent dribble, and I think NBA will figure him out really quick. He's been putting on this show against deep bench Bulls players.
2: Yeah. And shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, I mean. The league's changed so much. People might just let him take those, you know? Yeah. You're only getting two at a time. So he can't can't shoot, or he can? I haven't
1: seen it. I haven't seen
2: enough to tell.
1: He's taken some three-pointers, I've seen him make one, and I've seen him completely miss by several feet. Everything, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just one of those nasty air balls that's like, what, what the fuck? Okay.
2: So we don't know yet. Alright, well, Bulls update well, continues. This, this is not
1: Zion
3: update, I'm
1: sorry, I take it. Yeah, The next game, we lost to Indiana while we played our, our bench. Then we beat Toronto, we beat Atlanta. Last night. Last night, guess who uh, signed this bowl, Eric? Oh, who? Don't get too excited because they're gone already. <laughs> but, Eric, the lieutenant, Luol Dang, signed a uh, 10-day contract or whatever and retired his bull last night.
2: Oh, okay. All right, good for him. I didn't think he had much more gas in the tank, but I would have took him. No, man.
1: Let me, let me just give you all a quick shout-out. Yeah. Nine plus seasons with the Bulls. Seventh overall draft pick in 2004. Uh, career average 14 points a game, six rebounds a game, 34 minutes a game as a career average. Two-time All-Star. Uh, one-time all-defensive team. And for two straight years under Tom Thibodeau, this motherfucker led the NBA in minutes. He was a goddamn workhorse in the young some heroes. One of the unsung heroes for the Bulls
2: Dynasties. Oh, for sure. The Bulls Dynasties? <laughs> <laughs> that might be a little strong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit... That is That's a little Bulls. Homer. It's a little over the edge, but okay.
1: But Bulls fans! Yeah. Just to remind you, we're starting this shit up on Wednesday against the Charlotte Hornets. New faces you're, you're going to see. Thomas Sadoransky, he's a point guard. He might be our starting point guard. He probably will be. He's a tall Czech guy. Czech Republic boy from uh, Washington. Thaddeus Young, a veteran. He's a power forward coming off the bench. He's been to the playoffs and shit. And then this tall white boy you're going to notice coming off the bench called Luke Cornett. This man's a gangly motherfucker, but he can shoot that three.
2: What do you mean, how tall is he?
1: He's listed as 7 1, but he's like that white, uh, long ass 7 1 that just looks weird.
2: Yeah, what's his name?
1: Luke Cornette, like the trumpet.
2: I gotta look this motherfucker up. Good.
1: And then we got two rookies Kobe White, who was 7th overall this year. He'll be a uh, point guard. You'll, you'll notice his big, fuzzy ass uh, hair. I don't know what kind of hair you call that. Just one of those fuzzy tops. It looks like a palm tree.
2: <laughs> Who are you talking about? Kobe White. Okay. A fuzzy, his fuzzy top. All right. And
1: then Daniel Gaffer. You might see him if you're really paying close attention. He's—he's. He's, don't sleep on that kid though. It's a Bulls fans. Stay tuned.
2: Hell yeah! That was a wonderful Bulls update. So this cornet guy, uh, he plays. What position does he play? Center. Does he? Yeah. He looks of course, hilarious. He's seven one. He looks hilarious.
1: He, he shoots the three, dude. I, I saw him shoot a couple in that New Orleans game. It's hilarious.
2: So uh, what's this guy that had the fuzzy top? I gotta look him up real quick before we go.
1: C-O-B-Y, spelled C-O-B-Y.
2: Classic <laughs> fuzzy top. Let me see here. He's just a boy. Oh, he's young? God, he looks young. Yeah, he's like either 19 or 20. Yeah, it's just like a fro, kind of.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little fuzzier than a fro. Like, it doesn't stay put when he's dribbling yeah. on the
2: court. It's cool. I, I like it. <laughs> I'm pumped. It's just some curly ass hair. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, hell yeah, dude. That's gonna be so that's Wednesday night. Yep. God, the entertainment is piling up. It really is. They get <laughs> geared up
1: for that winter season.
2: Uh Alright, well I gotta I gotta go shower and we're gonna go out to dinner or do something tonight. Hell yeah, dude. And you gotta go what do you gotta go do? Oh, you gotta I go. gotta go tab at the
1: library, bruh.
2: When do they close? Uh,
1: hour 45
2: from now. Oh, shit. Alright, well, we better both go. Have fun at the library. Hell yeah, man. Alright, night, night. Night, night. But now I don't this understand. Stop calling it. The... Now, <laughs> I don't, now I don't, I don't understand. It. Go ahead. Huh? I said. Okay.